Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, MLB Chuck, now brought to you by the Internet News Network, Screenworks Entertainment, Atlanta Mix 108, Smooth Jazz Cleveland, and of course, Dove and Dragon Radio. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button down below and join me for all the new interviews. Bye. News Network. I am your host, ML Ruschak. I'm here with my good friend and author, Pamela Hayes. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we had a little bit of technical difficulties getting here today, but we're all here. We're happy. So we're here actually to discuss Brown Girl, right? Yes. <laughs> Brown Girl. Ooh, she's amazing. <laughs> We have a little bit of everything going on right now, and I know you did an interview with me not too long ago, but now we have this wonderful platform for Internet News Network, so why don't you tell us a little bit about Brown Girl? Brown Girl, um, okay, so I thought I had the, yeah, I have the, um, it's sold out, the hard copy, but I did download the, um, the uh, e ebook, which this is Brown Girl, sorry, and um, it's basically a, a a book that tells little girls of brown descent, any any descent, that they are uh, um, promote self love, that their color is beautiful, that their hair is beautiful. It doesn't matter what they look like, that they are created in God's eyes, and they are beautiful creatures by nature, and they should be happy and proud in their that's basically the whole concept of the book. But you don't just have the book. You have merchandise. You have yes, movement I, going on. Yes, it's a whole movement going on. The book is actually a year old. And from the book, I did a spoken word. And I talked about um, different um, characters like pigtails. I have soft curls, Afro puffs, and the actual brown girl, which I, I don't know if y'all can see. I'm wearing her now. Mm -hmm. Um, this is pigtails, okay. Okay. And I have mask to match. Each girl, this is Afro puff, but this is her mask. And each of the girls means something like pigtails mean positively intelligent girls teaching abilities, influencing lives sufficiently. Okay. So that's what pigtails mean. Um, the gist of the whole thing is I'm working on a, a um, graphic novel, and each of the girls are superheroes. And the main superhero, which is Brown Girl, when they see injustices going on, like the bullying or um, some type of racial problem or profiling or whatever, we send the girls out to defuse the problem and help them know that everybody is beautiful in some way, shape, or form. So that's basically what the whole Brown Girl movement is. Um, also, Brown Girl Day is actually February 23rd. It's starting in Washington, D.C. And we did our first Brown Girl Day here in the Bronx in New York 
this February 23rd in Soundview, and it was really successful. And we're looking forward to doing an even bigger movement next year, and I'm partnering, partnering up with a lot of other African-American um, positive groups like um, um, Black Glory with her pretty princesses. They want to partner up and be a part of the Brown Girl Movement. So we're doing all of that to make sure our brown girls know that they are strong and they are beautiful and they can be they're smart, intelligent, and they can take over. Right. We have to promote our girls in general. We need to yes. get these voices out there that you're beautiful. It doesn't matter if you're a stick figure girl yes. or a bigger girl, you're so beautiful. You know, yes. you have the brains, you have the yes. mouth. Let's yes. find out what you're good at and let's go get it. Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what the book promotes and what the whole movement is about. Um, because it is sad because they don't have um, positive role models that look like them. They are looking at people that some, some people do have things altered like their noses, their breasts. And they think they need that to be beautiful, and, and they don't. You're no. beautiful as is. So that's what basically we're trying to tell them and promote. Right. We don't need the augmentations. We don't need the yes. liposuction. We don't need the fillers and the whatevers. It, it yes. Just, it blows my mind that people need this stuff. I'm like, you're already beautiful. Why are you adding stuff? to create an image here, why not we take the image you have? Yes. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Yes, and that's what a lot of young girls, um, I did a workshop, because I'm also a motivational speaker, where they look in the mirror and they say, and I ask them, what do you see? And we, our goal is to get them to see 100% of everything that they are. Mm -hmm. And they, I, I, I gave them an example, like I said, me, I look at the mirror and I see 100% beautiful. I see 100% intelligent. I see 100% entrepreneur. And a, and a lot of the young girls were like, they only see, or I'm 100% beautiful. They only saw like 10% of themselves being beautiful. And that bothered me. Because mm -hmm. nobody never told them that they were beautiful. Right. So we have to know that they have to know how they have self-love within. Like they don't know that. So that's part of my my motivation to them they say no you're 100% beautiful you are 100% intelligent you are everything that you want to be so and it, and it shocks me that a lot of them don't know this no so. we don't promote beauty we tell people we have so much of the bullying in school so much of the bullying online we hear all the negatives we never hear the positives and this right. was like this when I was in school in the 90s, 80s, 90s, that mm -hmm. you're ugly, you have pimples, you have this. <laughs> yes. You No, we need to stop that. Yes, yes, yes. They think that they have to do chemical peeling or they think mm -hmm. they have to add fat to their to their rectums to be bigger. And mm -hmm. I just, I just, I've never seen such cosmetic surgery on younger kids like yeah. 16 year olds and um it, it's scary because i never I, I grew up in the 70s and the 80s and i never never even thought about this stuff 
Like some kids, for one young lady said, oh, well, for my 16th birthday, my mother's getting me breast implants. I was like, you don't need that. Why do you need breast implants? No. Like, you don't need that. And they don't know that they just are beautiful as they are. And we really have to promote self-beauty beauty and self-love. They don't love themselves either. So I want to teach them to be self, to love themselves and know that beauty comes within and it comes out. They don't know this. So we need to help them learn and teach them these things. Yes, we need to grow up and teach our kids they are beautiful. We don't need to teach them, oh, we're going to go spend $10,000 or whatever <laughs> to yes. go change how you look. No, you're already yes. beautiful. Yes. And they really don't know it. And it's so sad. But that's why my whole brown girl mm -hmm. image is coming out. And it's really, it's, it's starting to catch on. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are starting to understand it. And they're starting to really move into it. And they're looking into the girls. They want to know what the girls mean. And they want a t-shirt. And they want to be pigtails. And they want to be Afro puffs Because they all mean something different. And they're starting to really grasp it. And I'm really happy about that. Because I want them to know. You're beautiful with your Afro puffs. You're beautiful with your soft curls. You're beautiful with your pigtails. You're just beautiful. That's it. Right. So I'm happy about that. We don't need you to change here. We need that you change here. Here, exactly. You do. You need to change your mind, your heart. You gotta love yourself. All of that has to be changed, and then everything will flourish from there. So right. that's what, really what it for. Right. When you change here and you start loving yourself you'll find the people that will gravitate to you because you're beautiful here. Yes. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. But, but you don't... I, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. Now, if I remember from another interview we did, you also are working on Brown Boy. Yes, I am. Um, hopefully, Brown Boy will be finished. The actual character himself is finished mm -hmm. unfortunately I, I mean fortunately i sold out of all the t-shirts so i don't have a sample for you to see now but later on i will but i also brown boy should be coming out at the end of august because i wanted to really um focus on the middle age because that's where i think most of the problem comes at where they believe that if they have on sweat hoodies and book bags, that they're just bad, that they're just selling drugs. And that's not true. Every little boy that has on a sweat hoodie and a book bag does not have drugs on it. They have a basketball, they have chess, they play chess, they do all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what the book is letting the world know. Listen, I'm regular. I need love. I'm not bad. You know, I'm not a thug because I have a hoodie and a book. It's just a style. It's just something that I like to carry. It's, you know, I have my backpack in my book, you know, my, my book, my basketball, I'm going to play ball or I'm going to play chess with my friends. Because some of them do play chess. Some of them do read books. Some of them have a water bottle in there other than guns and drugs. So that's basically what that is letting the world know about them. See, we need to get more positive messages out. It doesn't yes. matter what the message is. We need yes. to get the positive images out because all we yes. see on tv on the news in film in everything is always yeah. negative yes so it yes. doesn't matter if it's a positive message on how to dress properly 
that we're right. playing chess, that we're playing basketball, that we're beautiful, that we're right. whatever the positive message is. Right. Right. That's what we need to focus on. We need yes. to get rid of this negative dialogue. Yes. 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 And that's what I'm really focusing on. Like letting them know you, you, you're good. You're not a bad kid. A lot of, and it's sad because a lot of the kids that I talk to, because before I do my books and stuff, I do do a little poll with younger members. That's how I came up with the Brown Girl book. I do a poll, I do like testing and I ask questions. And a lot of young boys are afraid to wear a book bag or afraid to have on a sweat hoodie because they think they're going to get um, shot or they think the police is going to bother them because they think they're bad. And it's like, no, that's not true. It's just a sweatshirt. It just doesn't mean that you're bad. This means that you're cold or you want to put the hoodie on and go outside or whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, um, it's an outfit. It doesn't make you. You are incredible. You're mm -hmm. handsome. You're smart. You're intelligent. You can read. You can play chess. It doesn't mean that you have to be bad like the world says. So I, I use those things. As right. Well. We need to start changing the dialogue a lot. Yeah. It's, it's in individual communities. Now, yes. with changing the dialogue, we also have to teach our kids to recognize the ones that are just dressing like this because it's clothing. And right. that are dressing like it because they fit in with the negative dialogue. Right, exactly. And you and I try to tell them you don't want to fit in with the negative dialogue. Mm -hmm. You want to be your own individual and you want to be able to be positive and let the world see, hey, I'm a kid, I'm a, I'm a brown boy, but I'm smart. I get good grades. I play basketball. I play chess. I read books. You know, I have manners. You know, so that's the dialogue that we want to get out. Right. We and, don't need to change ourselves to fit into the negative dialogue. We need exactly. to change ourselves to fit into the positive dialogue. Yes. Right. Correct. And that's what I'm working on with them too as well. Cause who is, and it saddens me cause the boys are a little bit harder, mm -hmm. to, especially at that age group. And I have a son, I have two sons, one is 30 and one is 22. And I asked them, um, well, they grew up, they grew up in Harlem and they grew up in Connecticut, both parts. And I asked them, was you ever racially profiled when I wasn't there? Like, was you ever afraid? Now my 30-year-old said they stopped him all the time. Like he always had to have his ID because they thought he was a gangbanger. And I said, was it the way that you dressed? He was like, no, my I don't sweat the sweaty and jeans. I was coming home from school and you know, they would stop me. And my 22-year-old never had it done. Never was stopped, never, you know, mm -hmm. never was racially profiled. And I'm like, wow. And they both are my children, both raised in the same household. Why was one stopped and the other one wasn't? Like, we, we would never know that. You know, why was mm -hmm. it? Like, did Daryl, and I asked him, did you do something for them to look at you differently or to look at, to, to say you might be doing something wrong? He was like, no, I was just walking home. It was just my look, I guess. I'm like, okay. So that saddens me. And it, it saddens me too because I don't know how to change that look. And I and I don't wanna have to if somebody wants to just wear a jeans and a sweat hoodie and a book bag, they shouldn't be afraid that they're not gonna make it down the block without being stopped by the cops because they think that they're gonna do something wrong because just of because of what they have on and the color of their skin. 
So that one is a really hard thing to try to fix. The dialogue. <laughs> right. I don't know how to fix the image with the boys. Boys right. are a lot harder to change. Yes. <laughs> I have not met a gentleman yet that isn't bullheaded. <laughs> Me either. And I think it starts out as as early as the age of four. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Right, having right. cousins and nephews and stuff like this that are little, I have not came across anyone of the male gender that's just not thick-headed. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's the thing. Oh, why should I have to change? And I'm like, I'm not telling you to change. I'm saying just tweak it a little bit. Like, just, they just, oh, it's not, it, and it's just so hard because mm -hmm. they, they want to, they don't want to be labeled, but then they don't want to change either. So right. it's a hard, it's, that is hard. So I'm yeah. really working hard to try to give them that positive image to say, oh, I could be this brown boy and be fine and wear this and tweak it a little bit mm -hmm. so it doesn't look like something, but it's always a fight with the boys. It's so yeah, it's a lot of easier to get the girls in the middle yes. exactly. than it is getting the boys. Yes, it is. And they are hard. Oh, my God, it's so hard. But I, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm not giving up. I, I'm gonna work. I have 100% faith you're going to do it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone thinks, well, boys can be very thick-headed. Well, women, mm -hmm. we, we are worse than that. Sorry. <laughs> we may pull back, reassess right. the, the situation, and come at it a different angle. Yes. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, that is. That is. That is. That is. That is so funny. Yeah, that is. That is. But you know what? Is. If you get enough ladies, like the kids, the girls, the teens, to get yes. onto this movement, then the boys yes. go, Oh, I want to join the movement because it impresses the ladies. Yes. Yes. So that's what I'm working on so hard. <laughs> We need to concentrate on the ladies because the ladies will go, you know what? I'm already beautiful. Why do I have to change for you? Right. Exactly. So what yes. they say, why do I have to change for you? I'm already beautiful. Now yes. the gentlemen are going to go, wait, our game is thrown off. So we have to change to be equal. Yes. To the ladies. Exactly. <laughs> So that's the problem. that's the plan. <laughs> See, I just gave you a whole different <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> so, oh other God. than what's going on with Brown Girl and Brown Boy, what do you have going on as an author? Um. Wow. So my first um urban book, well, my first play will be coming out next year from my latest urban book, which is Side Chick. This will be a play in April 2021. I'm very excited about that. We're starting to do casting calls for that. And that's going to be a major production because I haven't done a play since I was in elementary school. So I'm really excited that I'm able to write it into a screenplay and hear my words on the stage. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome. <laughs> You know, doing film and everything in screenplays and 
everything. It's so wonderful. And then yes. you get to have a whole different mm -hmm. experience with your work. Yes. So I get to tell the actors and actresses what to do, how I want it done. And we're also doing an original soundtrack for the play. So all that is going on is besides the grand girl stuff going on. So I'm really excited about that. And that's the project in itself. <laughs> uh, who you're thinking about doing the soundtrack? Um, I'm doing it with the independent soundtrack. Um, his name is Castro Smith. He's a producer out here in New York. He's amazing young, young gentleman. Um, my son, Xavier McNeil, his name is Xavier with the Kate. I'm doing a lot of first-time artists that are um, wanting, and they're hungry to get their work out. So it's really going to be an amazing project. So they're working hard on doing it. It's all independent artists that are going to be on the soundtrack. I have an actor I know. I'm going to send you his information. He's okay. Up in New York. Okay, cool. And I think you guys would hit it off. Okay. Bit. So. Okay. I can't remember what he goes by on the internet or anything else, but I've had him on a couple of shows and he's really good. And okay. he's a sweetheart. Okay. And, <laughs> and you have messages within your work. So doing that and bringing someone in that has the same message normally, yeah. that just gives you another outlet. And I, I appreciate it, and I would love to work with him if he wants to be a part of the, the play, definitely, because it's exactly what it says, side chick. It's about not being one. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't want to be one. That you should love yourself enough to know you deserve your own relationship, and you deserve to be in your own family and not be a third party mm -hmm. on the wheel of a relationship. So yeah. I would love, please send him my information. I would love for him to be a part of the I will do that. I'm going to have to connect you guys on Instagram because I don't know where he is on Facebook, but okay, I, know cool. I know his uh, Instagram stuff. So. Okay. <laughs> if you notice, I'm everywhere. And speaking of social media, where can our viewers find you? They can find me on Facebook as Author Pamela J. Hayes, on Instagram as Author Pamela Hayes. They can go to my website, which is abookadream.org, and email me. Um, and I do go back and I, I answer all emails. They can call me directly at 413-246-8020. My phone is on 24 hours a day. So they can call me and ask me questions. They can inbox me on Facebook. They can um, follow me on Twitter as well because I'm at, at, at author Pamela J on Twitter. So there's a thousands of ways to get into contact with me. And I would definitely answer them. And we need to get you on um, authors in the classroom. So when the schools get open, okay, expose you to every school across the country and across the globe. I would love that. Thank you. <laughs> I would love to be an influence on young people because they need it. And now, too, oh, my God, with this coronavirus, they need to stimulate their mind and think and be positive and dream because my whole thing is I make dreams come true and to keep dreaming because I'm a dreamer. And I always say, hello, my dreamers, you know, have a great day, I tell them. And I say, keep dreaming because I do. Don't ever stop dreaming. Yeah. And, um, you know, follow your dreams. So, yeah, I would definitely love that. 
Yeah, we yeah. can never, never, never stop dreaming. When you stop dreaming, you stop growing. And you, if you stop yes. growing, you get old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the thing is, it doesn't matter how age-wise, how old you are. You yes. can be 30 years old. If you stop dreaming and stop learning, you just mm -hmm. stop. Yeah, it just, it stops. Because a lot of people, it's so funny you say that, a lot of people are shocked when they find out how old I am because they really don't know how old I am. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm older. <laughs> I believe me. See, but that's because I've been a dreamer all my life, mm -hmm. and I still dream. Yeah. Us dreamers age very slowly. Yes, we do. <laughs> Which is a good thing. <laughs> yes, it is. But it keeps us young. It keeps us going. Yes. It keeps us yes. motivated to get yeah. to the next step. Yes. yes and if does. we can help one, 20, 100 people along the way, yes. that yes. is so fulfilling for us. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's, and that's my model. If I help one child, one person, I'm glad. I am, I've done my job. I've done what I believe my purpose is here for. So yes, that's true. Well, I thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for and having me. Technical difficulties and <laughs> scheduling difficulties and everything else, because it's always yeah. fun to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And for all really of our wonderful viewers and listeners, again, this is our wonderful, wonderful author, Pamela Hayes. And yes. happy reading to everyone and never stop yes. dreaming. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>